This is the first Friday in 2024, so uh, we'll have some time for uh, open lines at the back half here. But first, we're going to try and stick to our Space and Science Friday segment. So far, so good. First one down. Uh, we'll see if we do a better job this year of following through with our plan. Kind of fell off the rails last year, to be honest. little hit and miss. But today, we're going to look ahead to the many very exciting space missions that are scheduled for 2024. Ali M. Bramson is an assistant professor of Earth, Atmospheric, and Planetary Sciences at Purdue University. Ali, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate it. Hi, yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, we love to talk about space. We we don't understand it very well, and we, we often rely on people to try and explain to it as best they can. So um, <laughs> before we talk about 2024, um, 2023 must have been a very exciting year for people in your field too, right? I mean, 2023, moving right into 2024, a lot of continuation. This is a pretty exciting time in space exploration. Yeah, definitely. There's a lot of um, active plans and ongoing missions and upcoming launches. It, it, it is really an exciting time. What are you watching? What are you keeping an eye on? What uh, I, I think you, you wrote a piece recently and you, you document six missions that you're keeping a close eye on. Let's go through some of them. What's most interesting to you as we head into 2024? Yeah, so I, I'm really excited about the Europa Clipper mission, um, which is launching in October of, of this year, now that it's 2024. <laughs> and this mission has been in development for for years and years. And so it's exciting that it's getting to the stage of launching. Europa is a moon of Jupiter. It is one of the largest moons of, of Jupiter, and it has this icy shell but underneath the ice at its surface is a huge liquid water ocean with more than two times as much water as we have here on Earth. Um, and wow. so we call these bodies like these ocean worlds. Um, and there's several ocean worlds out in the outer solar system that have these oceans underneath their surface. And we just don't understand a lot of things about these ocean worlds and if they could be habitable for life. And so the Europa Clipper mission is designed to to go to Europa and help us better understand ocean worlds uh, like Europa. What's the timeline for something like that? Like, I mean, it's not going to happen this year, I wouldn't think, right? I mean, that's a pretty long way to go, or maybe I'm wrong. What is the timeline for when we may see this mission start to report? Yeah, (laughs) great question. Um, So it will launch in October of this year, uh, but it won't arrive at the Jupiter system until 2030. So that's the time scale we're talking about when we talk about space exploration and solar system uh, missions. Yeah, it's just, it's it's absolutely mind-boggling. Okay, so something to put on the um, to come file, I guess. But let's talk about the moon mission. There's a lot of talk about what's going on with the moon. We've talked about the Artemis mission quite a bit here on the show in the lead-up, but this is a big year for moon exploration and specifically the Artemis mission, right? Yeah. Yeah. And the moon is obviously a lot closer. So I guess we get yeah. more of that immediate <laughs> feedback, uh, which is which is fun. Um, so Artemis 2 will be launching, um, or at least it is planned to launch, assuming that all the gear that is needed, like the spacesuits and the oxygen equipment, if all of that's ready, then the plan is to launch Artemis 2 in November. And Artemis 2 is finally going to have people on board and send people, including uh, Canadian astronaut Jeremy Hansen, back um, to orbit the moon. So they won't touch down at the surface. Um, that's still in right. future plans for like Artemis 3. But yeah, Artemis 2 is, is supposed to launch and will send humans closer to the moon than humans have gotten you know, in over 50 years. Um, and it'll be a 10-day mission where they'll go orbit the, orbit the moon before splashing back down. 
uh, in the Pacific Ocean here uh, on Earth. And, and like you say, Artemis is sort of, there, there's stages, so this will get people close to the moon, and building upon that, ultimately, eventually, we get people on the moon, right? Yep, yeah, Artemis is sort of a stepwise uh, process. It's part of NASA's bigger, like, moon-to-Mars plan right. um, that includes more sustainable exploration of space in terms of trying to make it a longer-term plan rather than, you know, a couple one-off missions, kind of like Apollo, where it was, we went there and then we haven't been back. Yeah. Let's try to make this longer-term. Let's try to get people there and then on to Mars and make this something that, that lasts. Very cool. Um, speaking of the moon, the, the Viper mission, and, and to be honest, the first time I heard of this was reading your piece, which surprised me because um, this sounds like a really cool one, too. This is a, a, a vehicle, I guess there's a couple of different vehicles, right, that are going to be cruising around on the surface of the moon? Yeah, so part of, part of um, like, exploring the moon, getting ready for sending humans back is uh, it also has a robotic piece. So sending robotic spacecraft missions to explore the moon, help us better understand the moon and its resources that could be there, especially water. So Viper is a golf cart size little rover that is going to go to the moon's south pole, which is where Artemis three astronauts are scheduled to land. And it's going to be able to rove around and go into like shadowed areas that are really cold. And it has a little drill on board um, and it's going to try to uh, drill into the, the surface and help look for water within the, the shallow, shallow ground. Um, and there's also the Lunar Trailblazer mission, which will be in orbit. Um, this is a, a new, relatively new class of missions that NASA has developed um, that do ride shares. So they, they hop on board another launch. Okay. And, um, so, so that's really excited to see, exciting to see more, just more opportunities for, for science and exploration to happen by kind of combining, you know, having an Uber of space, uh, if you will. Um, so Lunar Trailblazer is supposed to launch, uh, with the Prime One mission and Prime One is also going to have one of these drills yeah. and be the first of the drill that then Viper will use at the South Pole uh, of the moon. And all, all of these are really trying to help us understand uh, where the water is on the moon and test the technologies that we need to try to make this more sustained exploration approach that right. the moon to Mars plans want. Right, which is part of the Artemis. How are we going to get there? How are we going to set up there and, and searching for water? It all fits together. Cool stuff. Um, what about yeah. Mars? Where You mentioned Mars earlier. Where are we on that? Because, you know, the moon to Mars, this is the ultimate end goal. Where are we in terms of exploring Mars? Is it going to be more of that in 2024? Yeah, so um, one of the upcoming things that's happening this year is actually uh, JAXA, which is the Japanese Aerospace Exploration Agency, um, it, which is kind of the Japanese equivalent of NASA or the CSA. They're launching a mission in the fall for the Martian Moon Exploration uh, mission called, M well, the acronym is MMX, and it will go to Mars's moons and try to help us understand how they formed. Like, are they small little asteroids that were in the solar system that Mars happened to capture by its gravity, or were they formed out of the debris at already kind of in orbit around Mars? And so... Um, so yeah, Mars's moons, not just our moon, but Mars's moons is also getting some dedicated visitors to, to come explore them. 
It's just amazing to me. And I think perhaps the most amazing, and uh, it's one that you also cite as something you're keeping an eye on, is, is the mission to the asteroids. It still boggles to my mind that we can launch something from Earth up to an asteroid that is hurtling through space. It's not that big. Land on it and come back. We did it once, and we're going to do something similar. What are we doing with asteroids this time around? Yeah, so um, the DART mission, which was in late 2022, sent up a, a spacecraft that specifically impacted with... Uh, it nudged it, little, right? Yeah, it, it, it nudged it into a slightly different orbit. And um, so it's the it's a actually binary asteroid system. So there's two asteroids that kind of are in orbit with each other and, and dance around each other, Dimorphos and, and Didymos. And the DART mission tested this kinetic impact uh, capability of like you impact into something and try to nudge it. And so the European Space Agency has a mission called HERA that's launching this year in October. And in 2026, it will get to this Didymos and Dimorphos asteroid system and study those asteroids in extreme detail and look at the the literal impact of, of what happened by colliding into them and how exactly how much were we able to change its orbit and what are the properties of the asteroids themselves. Um, and this technology, why it's so important is that it's considered a, like a planetary defense mechanism. So if a potentially hazardous asteroid we find is coming on a collision course towards Earth, can we send something up? and nudge it enough to redirect it so it doesn't hit us. <laughs> it's just amazing. It's absolutely incredible. Ali, thank you so much. I love talking about this stuff, but we're out of time. Um, but we'll, we'll keep an eye on it through 2026, and maybe we'll check in again and see how things, or 2024, and see how things are going. I really appreciate it. Yeah, sounds good. Thanks for having me.